welcome to Interval, the Norwich Theatre Royal podcast. With a new episode releasing each month, this show will bring you exclusive news, views, interviews and behind-the-scenes content. We'll have the latest information for shows and events at Norwich Theatre Royal, Norwich Playhouse and our Learning and Participation Centre Stage 2. If you're interested in the performing arts in Norfolk, then this is the podcast for you. In this month's episode, a factory stitching room in Dagenham sets the scene for a fight for equal pay for women. A man cursed with bad luck helps uncover a secret in the innovative new stage show, Holes. And find out how you could develop your acting, dancing and writing skills right here at the theatre. But first, it's the timeless musical bringing a taste of 60s life and topical themes relevant then and now. Norfolk and Norwich Operatic Society bring their flagship 2020 standout production Made in Dagenham to the Theatre Royal stage. John got a sneak peek into the rehearsal room and got to sit down with some of the cast and the director of this amateur dramatic performance. For the women in the stitching room at the Ford factory in Dagenham, one word led to them fighting for their rights. Unskilled. This downgrading of their status led to a battle which helped define gender equality, change worker management relations and become a historic moment in the world of work. The issues around the pay gap are a key part of the production as Alex Green, who plays Mr Tooley, Ian Chisholm, who plays Monty and Michelle Unstead, who plays Beryl, explain. With the pay gap still being an issue in today, I, I think I heard that the latest being that it's taking a long time to actually equal that pay gap out. So it's something that, in America it was already happening in the 60s, but in the UK they didn't have it at all. And the idea is, one of the lines in the show is that if Britain follows, the rest of Europe will go. So that means that this was such a big defining moment for women at the time. They didn't want to be going 60 or 80, they wanted to be on the same and equal pay. It's very current. Looking at equality today and obviously pay differentials, they're still a, a much a part of today's business life as it, as it was back in the 60s. So yeah, nothing really changes to that great degree. But it's a particular time in history, it's a particular kind of genre, you know, group of people, working class families who are trying to make ends meet, but also who are really pushing for their individual rights and individual status as well. So yeah, we've done a lot as, as a cast, we've done a lot of reading around it. We're all posting on our private Facebook group, like things that we found and um, just, you know, we've been researching everything from you know, the appearance through to kind of what family life was like. We also talked to Rick Gardner-Collis, who plays Cortina Man. Rick's also one of the Theatre Royal's duty show managers, and he chatted about his views about collective action, again, a key theme of this production. More than it being about the issues of then are reflected it's now, things. it's the kind of ideas of um, if you want change to happen, it does start with the individual, it does start with communities yeah. on, a, on a small scale, and it can be easy to think, I mean, if you look at the political landscape at the moment, you can be apathetic to the situation because um, it seems like maybe I can't do anything about it as an individual, but actually, without the attitudes of people thinking, you know, I can affect change, then change doesn't happen. 
Made in Dagenham has two roles where younger actors were required, and the Norfolk and Norwich Operatic Society were able to find Corbin, who plays Graham, and Lottie, who plays Charlotte. Let's hear what these two young actors have to say about their chance to be on the Theatre Royal main stage. I did an Oliver show, I did a Sound and Music show, and I've done a Vaki show. What do you like about being on stage and performing? It's just really fun and you, and you get to like sing and dance and everything. What about you, Corbin? What's, what do you like about being part of Maiden Dagenham? I think Maiden Dagenham is, as well as being funny, and it's quite new. And I think that because it's based on a true story, I think people really need to know it. And the fact that they've put it into a musical, it's really fun and the audience will really like it. Returning to the Society to direct is Chris Cumming for the third year in a row. And he tells us more about what's in store from Made in Dagenham. It's a real show. Not that Guys and Dolls and Top Hat weren't real, because obviously they were, they happened. But the events of this piece were real. And so it's more about the narrative kind of overview of the piece rather than a five, six, seven, eight routine, routine, routine. This show is a lot more character-led and character-driven and story-driven. So why should you come along to see this show? Let's catch up with the cast and get their views. Well, it's a beautiful show with some heartfelt moments and some absolutely brilliant comedy in it. Even from the read-through, where we're just getting a taste and a flavour, we had some fantastic experiences and it's got some great soundtracks in it as well, which you'll love and you'll be humming when you leave. I would say, yes, if you want to see a piece of industrial history but in a way that would make you smile, laugh and think. It's, it's, it's certainly one to watch. It really is. And uh, I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. If you're not into musicals, I think this is a really good musical to come and see. So non-musical people, come and see it. Because it's about something real, it's about something that happened in real life. And it's, and it's about the people of that time. We don't break out into dance routines in terms of, you know, all of a sudden let's stick a tap routine and feathers in there. I'd also say if you're interested at all in anything in kind of current affairs, I think some of the songs are really poignant at the, you know, at this point in time, you know, considering our own like political environment at the moment and what's going on. And I think if you just want to see something that is entertaining and takes you through that roller coaster of emotions, I think it's, I think it's, it would be a really good show for you. So for a trip back to the 60s to experience an uplifting story that helped change history, don't miss Made in Dagenham. And you can see Made in Dagenham from Tuesday the 28th of January to Saturday the 1st of February 2020. In April, an innovative new show comes to the Theatre Royal Norwich. Holes tells the story of a man cursed with bad luck. Wrongly convicted of a crime, he's sent to a labour camp to dig and begins to unearth a secret. This production is being toured by the Children's Theatre Partnership. Ahead of their visit, director Adam Penford explained what appealed to him about the story. So I, I read the book of Holes many years ago, along with lots of people, and fell in love with it. Um, that's going back about 15 years, and I thought it would be amazing as a stage production. And I went out and discovered that it hadn't really been done in the UK before, um, but there was an adaptation by Louis Sacker, who's the novelist. Um, so we got the permission to do it at Nottingham Playhouse last year, um, and it was a big success for us, so we, we're bringing it back. It's a tricky story to bring to life on the stage. Where on earth do you start with this? It's so difficult. 
the first question anyone asks is how are you going to do the holes um, which is complicated on stage but luckily that's why it works so well because you have to approach it in a creative and theatrical way I won't reveal how we do the holes um, but just to say that it requires the audience to use their imagination and that's one of the great things about theatre as opposed to other mediums I suppose and great characterization in the piece as well which must be a joy for you as a director yeah I mean it's got some amazing characters when you meet young people they remember the names of the characters and certain incidences that happen in the story from you know your anti-hero Stanley Yelnets whose name is the same spelt the same frontwards and backwards yeah. Uh, to his friend Zero, who he meets, who doesn't say everything, anything, and people assume he's stupid. To the other boys in the camp, and of course the warden, who rules the camp with an iron fist. So it's full of colourful characters, uh, a real joy for actors to get their teeth into. And the writers, well, I remember uh, reading about the book and the play in detail, saying that it's, it's a piece that doesn't kind of pander or patronise young people, which was also quite important. And again, bringing that forward must be another challenge. Yeah, what's amazing about the story is it does have a moral message. It is about uh, friendship and staying true to yourself but it doesn't ram it down the audience's throat it doesn't patronize which is why I think both the novel and the play is watched by not only young people but adults as well they love it just as much so it's a it's it's got a profound message um, but it wears it very lightly that was my next point really this is not just a play for young people everybody can enjoy it anybody can enjoy it when we first produced it at nottingham playhouse we had people as young as five in all the way up to 105 um they loved it it's it's funny and it's moving and it's theatrical and it's got something for everybody and now taking it around the country, how do you feel about that, sharing it nationwide? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to take the production out and give it a longer life. Um, there's some complexities because the theatres we're going to are all different sizes and shapes. So we have to uh, adapt the production so it fits in everywhere. But I think the, the, the themes are universal and I'm sure they'll appeal in whatever city or town we, we land in. And for you as well, you've had a passion about taking theatre out there since you were so high going to Panto. I was reading about uh, you. Yeah. Why is something like this so important to you personally? Yeah, I mean, as you say, my first theatrical experience was going to the pantomime, age five, Nottingham Playhouse pantomime. I'm a Nottingham boy, born and bred. Um, and that's when I fell in love with the art form. And I think what's amazing about it is that it is um, there's something very demographic, uh, democratic about it because... It doesn't, if you, even if it's your first experience in a theatre, you can still get just as engaged. You don't need to know anything about the rules. It's not elitist. Um, so th that's why I love it as an art form. And you've, you've worked with children's books and put them to the stage before with Watership Down that I was reading about before. Mm -hmm. So is that something that quite appeals to you, taking these kind of really challenging books and bringing them to you? Yeah, I love family theatre. I was an associate artist at Polka Theatre, which is a, a children's theatre in Wimbledon for many years. Um, and I've done a lot of this kind of work. I think it's because it requires you to be very imaginative as a director. So often you're using movement and music and singing and puppetry, all the sort of different devices of theatre coming together. Um, and theatre inherently is a collaborative art form. So family theatre tends to really bring that to the forefront. So finally, to sort of draw the threads together, if there are people listening to this, they're still thinking, oh, it's for young people, it may not be for me. What's your message? 
<laughs> it's not just for young people. It's really dangerous. There's a, the reason I think that the production was so successful is it captured um, the element of danger that the novel manages to capture, which is why the novel appears to such a wide audience. So these boys are digging holes, doing manual labor in, in 100 degree heat, you know, with rattlesnakes and yellow spotted lizards, venomous yellow spotted lizards, and this warden who is ruthlessly trying to get at something, no spoilers there. So it, it, it's got adult themes. It, it, it feels like there's something genuinely at stake. And so when the audience watch it, they do gasp. And then at the end, when uh, things come well, uh, they really applaud it because they've been on the boys' side. And you can see Holes from Wednesday the 15th to Saturday the 18th of April 2020. You might be thinking of taking up a new challenge for the new year. Well, here at Norwich Theatre Royal, our learning and participation department offers a wide range of courses for all ages, which includes acting, singing and dancing, as well as writing and production. So whether you want to develop your skills or try something new, we could have exactly what you're looking for. Jo Reel is Training and Skills Development Manager and here she explains what's on offer. Jo is joining us on the podcast this month to talk a little bit about the, the wide range of courses that uh, are offered within our learning and participation department. A lot of uh, courses happen for young people. We're going to focus a little bit on what there is for adults because people don't always realise what's there. And first of all, off stage, you do a really interesting course about writing for performers. Tell us a bit more about that. Yes, our creative writing courses have been building for a couple of years now. And we've got a lovely one starting in January, Writing for Performance where um, the course is held by James McDermott, who is a local playwright. Um, but we also invite um, professionals in from their own genres. So we have a, a screenwriter coming in, um, writing for comedy, people writing for radio. We have spoken word. So participants get the opportunity to try their hand at lots of different writing for performance um, skills. I think they get a real insight into the world of writing and James is also very good at talking to them about how a writer can make a career. So it's not necessarily just about writing a script. There's all sorts of ways writers can, can make money. We have um, Henrietta, who, who works um, and writes for Doctors and Casualty. Um, so really high profile, profile yeah. people coming in and teaching either one or two of these sessions so that everybody just gets an insight into the different techniques. On stage as well, there are the opportunities for uh, adults to uh, nurture and learn their performance skills too. Absolutely. So we have Introduction to Acting, which is a 10-week course that runs um, three times a year. So we have a new intake three times a year. And that's for anybody who's, who's always had a passion for acting or those who just want to build confidence or just sort of get back into drama and it's it's a 10-week course run by um, Andy who's the learning participation officer and following that you can then apply for the actors course we have an intake for that every September um, which is a year-long course so there's a lovely progression from from one course to another and um, you produce a show at the end of the year um, and we also have for those people who don't want to commit for 
10 weeks we have one-off bi-monthly skills sessions and again there's lots of different skills with different practitioners coming in so we've got building character we've got backstage but, but those things sort of give a, a just really handy sort of to learn in a bite-sized chunk rather than in a, over a longer period of time absolutely so if you're interested in a particular skill and you want to learn more you can come and sort of have a two-hour master class in it or if you're new to the theatre um, or to our courses and you just want to have a little go at something to see um, if you like it before you commit to something larger. A lot of people come on these one-off tasters and then decide to, to join one of the courses. I mean, we should say there are people who don't necessarily want to be performers but are using it in their other jobs as well, which is a great thing to see. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have teachers on the course and solicitors, um, you know, as, as well as you know, the person next door who, you know, who's never done any acting before. Um, now, we've, we've talked a lot about adults, but of course there is still the work continuing with younger people as well, and there are just a couple of things that we wanted to talk about. First of all, we're doing some introductory acting courses for seven-year-olds. Tell us a little bit about that. We do. So, um, again, it's their year three students, so um, anybody about to go into year three in, in September, um, or those who are currently in year three, um, we have a few spaces on our current um, course, and it's a really gentle introduction into performing, into the theatre. We do a lot of character work and role play and lots of theatre games. And also just wanted to finally talk a little bit about Airborne, which is something new that you're developing for 16 to 21 year olds to look at physical theatre and dance. Yeah, this is a really exciting one for us. It is a fairly new course. Um, it's for a specific age group who are potentially wanting to go into theatre. Um, those either wanting to go into a career in dance or those that have an interest in physical theatre. And we describe it as making, making stories through movement. So you don't have to be a dancer to do it. We take lots of different skills from physical theatre, um, capoeira, clowning. We play and create new work from it. So it's an opportunity to sort of create something exciting and new that's movement-based. So that's really that's really exciting and, and a new one for us. I think to me that seems the thrust of the overall thing. It's, it's people just ha being a little bit brave, perhaps with a small being, just stretching themselves a bit, whatever the particular discipline they're interested in. Absolutely. Um, we, we know that for a lot of people this is quite a big deal to sign yourselves up for one of these courses. People tell us that all the time. Uh, but they love it and they stay, and like I say, they go on to do different courses. They create amazing friendships. Details of all courses can be found on the Theatre Royal Norwich website. That's the end of our show this month. Thanks to the Made in Dagenham company, Adam Penford and Joe Reel. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, Soundcloud or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let us know what you liked and what you want to hear in future episodes. Thank you very much for listening to Interval, the Norwich Theatre Royal podcast.